welcome back. We are going to watch a video that Matilda has lovingly made for us about our women's retreat. You're going to hear some testimonials and see some pictures and videos of all the wonderful things we experienced while we were at women's retreat in Branson. We went to the Women of Joy conference and it was absolutely amazing and life-changing for a lot of people. So we're going to watch her video, but before we do that, I really want to thank everybody who had a part in helping us make this fall retreat dream happen. So for everybody who donated their items for the yard sale and worked at it and bought things, who came to the family uh, Fiesta Fun Day, who, you know, the craft sale and the baking competition, anybody who participated in that, you guys just helped make this a reality for us. And we also want to thank our donors and our people who provided some scholarships. We had 37 women attend. That's the most we've ever had come to uh, CPC Women's Retreat, and we're really excited about it. So we hope you enjoy our video. something that you got out of the women's retreat oh the weekend was just amazing to be all the, with all these wonderful women and just the, the speaker it was just the convention center it was overwhelming it was empowering and it was just a lot of fellowship and all the food all the snacks that you don't have to hide from your kids <laughs> you can eat and stay up all night long <laughs> and and then uh, we got to see the show Queen Esther oh my god that was just enchanting and it was just amazing and phenomenal so Looking forward to going back next year and getting to be with everybody else and meeting new people and getting to stay, you know, get to spend it with my daughter. So it was an amazing, amazing weekend and looking forward to next year. Okay, the women's retreat was a time for me to spend time with other adults, other women, um, without having to be interrupted by children because even though we get to spend time together with our kids, we don't always get that uninterrupted conversation and get to spend time really with each other and with Jesus. <laughs> and so it was really refreshing in that sense, a good time of rest from the busyness of the children. <laughs> My favorite thing about the retreat was the food and eating with everybody and I try to make a point to talk to everybody that went just because we don't always get to do that on Sundays and not everyone can make it to Wednesdays uh, once a month so that was my favorite and Esther Esther was amazing yeah it was really great like getting to know people closer that you just say good morning to hi it's so good to see you like actually getting to know them as a human being and have a conversation um, and then like each session that I went to, there was something specific that just really stuck to me and spoke to my heart. And like, I've been thinking about it every day since then and have applied it to my life. So clearly it was life changing. 
City Point for, I think, about 9, 10, 11 years, somewhere in there. And I had never gotten a chance to go to one of the really women's conferences. It's just always work conflicts, health conflicts, just different things. And so this year, my husband and I talked it over and we said, let's do it. This is the year. I want a break. We want to go. It's going to be in Burnington. And we knew that there was going to be a conference tied in, the Women of Joy Conference. Never been with, with City Point to a women's conference or a getaway or anything like that. And so um, what would make me come back and what I felt like I got out of this was uh, one of their main topics was rest. Rest in Jesus. Rest in different areas of your life and how that it's not a bad thing to rest. You're not lazy. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone actually needs physical rest, spiritual rest, emotional rest. And, you know, it just made me realize how sometimes we don't take the time to just sit in silence and, and give ourselves as women the opportunity to be blessed and to give a blessing. And if you're not rested, then you can't give to anybody else or fill someone else's cup up. Um, I also really enjoyed the praise and worship. Um, I'm, I'm a singer, sang all my life, and uh, it was really nice to kind of get back to a large group of women worshiping together. We had the Danny Gokey concert. We had some national names there um, from Liberty University, and so that was just really neat. Would really be worth it for somebody to come back next year. I will, I will be there. leader said it was there's something special when a bunch of women get in a room and worship God together and I just thought that was beautiful to hear women um, raising their voices in song and um, joining together for the conference and the purpose of reconnecting with the Lord and with one another um, it it struck me a very powerful significant moment about how much God um, blessed that time together that I appreciated the most about it was actually everything I learned about myself leading up to the time that we were going. So we knew several months in advance and I would say that I had a really hard time knowing that that clock was ticking down to going and all of the things that I needed to get done needed to get done in order to go. And even driving there just feeling distracted and not fully present yet and thinking am I going to get fully present while I'm there? Am I going to be able to really enjoy my time there because as a mom, as a person working full-time outside of the home, we have dogs, I have three boys, there's meals to be prepared, um, that to be fully present, I was really worried that that was going to be hard because it's been a couple years since we've done one of these and anytime I'm gone away for work, there's just this planning and then when I'm gone, I'm still checking in and I wanted to be really fully present for myself so that when I got back, I was, you know, the cup full kind of thing. and. It took a while to get there, and I remember um, getting there, and things started getting kind of busy, um, and Nikki 
pulled me aside to say something that, um, you know, some things they were, we were just kind of working out some details. And I was like, how can I help? And she's like, no, 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 no. You are not going to do anything this weekend. You need to rest. Well, that was before we really knew what the topics were going to fully be. So um, the rest, there's different kinds of rest. And mine was just a resting of the mind and of the planning um, and being able to not feel guilty about taking that time. Like when then my husband goes on the men's retreat or he goes hunting or he does anything, I am never angry at him for that. Like I'm always excited for him to do that and to be able to be away. But the second that I'm supposed to be away, um, I start to feel guilty like I need to be doing something and it's not for worry that he can't handle things at home. He's a wonderful dad. The boys have a great time when I'm not there. It just doesn't happen very often. So for me, it was just learning that it is okay and actually necessary. So I'm so thankful um, we got to go. Um, wish I could have had even more time to be able to get to know everybody. Like it was just so fast, um, but it was, it felt good. It was like fast and slow at the same time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah. I told me to tell you. And I also went shopping at the bookstore. <laughs> this was in the bookstore. So we also got some shopping in while we were there. Went on a great hike. Debbie and I just had a wonderful time just kind of pulling back and like looking down into, um, the beautiful views of Branson. So it was a fabulous time in perfect weather. isn't always stopping it isn't always slowing down or taking time away that it can be feeding into yourself in ways like being more creative or spending time with people who feed into you as opposed to just being still because um, that's not always what you need that I had never heard that before that was amazing and you can't always be still like, yeah, exactly you have to keep going yeah so just kind of taking off the things that mm -hmm. you can't do and sometimes if you're too still you just get bored and that's not restful yeah well on the Sunday after we came back it was cool seeing people that were at the because they were like hugging me and it's people like my yeah. dog always hug me and it seemed like warmer and you know like I actually got to know people. Mm -hmm. Well everything to me about the women's retreat was great. I mean I, I enjoyed the speakers and the worship and the fellowship. It was phenomenal. Plus I got to take my mom and it was her very first women's retreat. She's 87 years old so I found that really special. Um, but the place in which I really saw God um, over and over again through the women's retreat was by being part of the planning committee. Um, I joined back in May and Holly and brainstorming about this, planning it, getting us all geared up and excited, and I kind of asked to be a part of the planning team. And over and over again, I got to see God's hand at work. Like He apparently really wanted this to happen, um, and He just would open doors that we thought were completely closed and impossible. The girls really uh, had it in their heart to keep the price down, which was wonderful. It allowed for more people to come, but even with a lower price, there's still some that couldn't make it. And so week by week, as the summer rolled on, I would see people come up and say, I really would like to go, but we just can't afford it this year. And then right on the tails of that, those of us that were in planning would have somebody come up and hand us a check and say, put this towards a sponsorship for somebody so that they'd be able to go, which was just great. We also started out with just a no, no budget at all, which meant that people had to come forward that were gifted with crafts for a craft fair, that um, had baked goods that they wanted to put into a competition. Um, there was garage sales going on, and little by little, as the funds started pouring in, we started seeing that this was really going to be doable because it was God's hand at work through all the people here. It's like a family, uh, a really, a really functional, happy, loving family. So that was awesome, and we prayed for the same number to attend that attended prior to the pandemic. So this was our first one post-pandemic, 
that's what we were praying for. And God blew our minds away by prompting more than double what we were even praying for or could have asked or imagined, because that's his way. Um, he just really came through by prompting more people to come and everyone getting sponsorships that wanted one and the funding coming in through all these generous people here at City Point and beyond. And I got to see God's hand in specifically was I was the one that was supposed to be getting our group together at the Esther show. And so I planned for the tickets that I thought we needed and got the group tickets all together and printed them all off. And as it turned out, the day of the show, which had been sold out for weeks because the Women of Joy Conference, I went down there to see if there might possibly be um, more tickets for our group for people who wanted to attend. And there were exactly the number of tickets for that we needed available to us. And that was just such a gift, just such a gift, so that everybody who wanted to attend got to attend. They had seats together. They were covered financially. One, one little hiccup, and you know, we always remember the camping trip that it rained or whatever. And there was one hiccup in this trip that we were kind of pretty to, and that was um, we had, the girls had planned for a, a lot of cooking, a lot of home cooking, but it was for supposed to be a sacred rep. Then we were in Branson, so they had planned for one big outing where we would all go to a special buffet, and everybody was going to get to um, have their special diet, you know, whatever it was, keto, sugar-free, lactose intolerant, you know, gluten-free, whatever it was, it was available at this re restaurant. We were very excited about it, and it was within our budget, so it just seemed to be like, oh, this is a shoe-in, a definite God thing, right? Well. The day that we showed up, that place burned. And <laughs> I am not making that up. It was just an, an opportunity to see like, hey God, you've, you've gotten us this far, and this is all the funds we have left, and these are the diet needs that we have, and nobody has any groceries here to cook, so what is your plan? And he laid it on the hearts of, of our wonderful leaders, and they came up with a great plan of catering it in. And it turned out to be one of our sweetest fellowship times of meals, because we went back to our Airbnb and just very relaxed and talked about the morning and ate the food that was provided, and it was just, again, if you have a chance to ever be on a committee or any type of planning towards a retreat like this, jump on it because you are sure to see the hand of God and you can also be I had such a good time through the whole thing. I loved all three speakers, but my favorite part was Esther. I loved the sound, the sight and sound theater. It was amazing. All three sides opened up, and my eyes got huge. I can't wait to go back.
literally kind of looked towards the end, and um, just so powerful. God just had showed up in so many different ways. I was able to see Him show up through like Gladys and show up through my mom and show up through Bobby and through prayer. And just, but the most impactful thing for me was when I sat down. I always question him, why does my life get so hard? And why does it just these struggles and this hurts and this pain and everything? And just, I just, why God? And he just, it was like he sucked me up and he showed me the way he's going. And he just took me through each one of those traumatic situations in life. He's like, they were hard for you, yes, but I had to train you up. I had to prepare you to advance you to the next thing because the next part was coming for you. And then he took me to the Esther story. And then he goes, you see, this is the God that you serve. He says, look at the story of Esther. I sent her in before Satan even had a chance to attack because I knew what was coming. And I came in before I came in before. I will always fight with you. And I will always have a plan for you. And I will always have a purpose. And it's not going to be easy. But I have to train you up to prepare you for what's coming. And when he told me that, it was just like, everything was gone. It was like, makes sense now. Now I know what God wants me to do, what my calling is. Now, he was he allowed me to find this bigger bigger picture and bigger plan uh, that is what i that is what i need but i think god can still use me never alone i will never be alone i've never been alone i will always i will always be with you and that's what i took took me back to that time in college when I was doing and helping with shows. I was just really interesting, but mostly it was just the message. That was the best part. Because I needed I needed to hear from God. And that's when I heard from Him. yourself and still do great things for God, regardless of your circumstances. And maybe you won't ever know how you touched someone's life or how you made a difference, but you can always, always share your love to God to others.
to be just a blatant outright talk. It can be the way that you show God the way that you live your life and how you treat others. And so it helps strengthen that in me. live my life so that I touch others and that others be in me Christ and that's what Esther did she stood up for what she believed in even when it was tough sessions talked about sometimes we think about the basic things being the things that nobody really wants to do and so um, we just get them done just quickly and you know so that the basic tasks are seen to and are taken care of but they're not really the focus of our day and this particular speaker Crystal Evans I believe she talked about how the woman um, in Samaria who came to the well was um, was doing a basic thing she was just getting water and she was doing it at the heat of the day, so it wasn't very comfortable for her. And Jesus met her there. And that has had me thinking. It's like, turned my idea of the basic tasks of parenting young children and seeing to household activities and bills and appointments on its head. Um, am I leaving room to meet Jesus in the basic things, in the basic tasks of my day-to-day -day life? Because he is waiting to meet me. And, um, and I just need to look up and see him. Okay, I'm really nervous. <laughs> Didn't want to do this. Nathan's making me. Uh, shout out to everybody who did the little video and put your input in there. Um, one of our things at the women's group is, you know, what happens at women's group stays at women's group. And so sharing that is a big deal. And so if you guys want to get plugged in, please do. Um, there's so much more room in the village. We do meet uh, the third Wednesday every month. So here at City Point Church, 6 o'clock, we usually do some kind of potluck. If you can't bring something, that's okay. There's always plenty to go around. Um, but we would love to see more of you ladies plugged in. Um, I would say let's keep the momentum up and get ready for next year's retreat. We're going to have to <laughs> fundraise, and we kind of have set the bar pretty high. So, you know, if we want to do it again, let's get all the people involved now. So, thanks. Thank you.
No, stay up here. Stay up here. If I could get um, Holly and Nikki to come up to you know, stand in the middle. They want to look at y'all, not at me. Um, I'm right now reading a, uh, a book, Experiencing the Spirit, uh, by Melvin and Henry Blackaby. It's a really, really great book if you have the time to read it. And it's pretty short. Um, but in this section that I read just this last weekend, it was that the spirit indwells in us to empower us for the assignment that God's created. And oftentimes we want to um, have the spirit but not an assignment. And we see in scripture that that's not how it works. And so our women's ministry, we've had phenomenal leaders throughout the history of the women's ministry who have come on. And obviously the spirit has empowered them to do that job and then they've stepped back. And right now, these are the three current leaders of our women's ministry. Let's give them a hand. Matilda was also helping up until the, the, um, the women's retreat. And let me just say there at the end, she told a little fib. She told Libby that I was going to be editing it. I didn't edit it. That was 100% Matilda. So let's give her a hand for putting that video together. But we just want to want to pray over these women as they are leading our women's ministry and growing as a body and a family. We want to just pray that the Spirit empowers them. So if, if you feel led to, you're welcome to come up here and lay a hand on them. If not, put your hand out towards them and let's pray over these women. Father, we thank you so much that you have us in family and community together here at City Point. That you've brought along those that that you have called and that you have a job for us that you put together before you um, knit us together in our, in our mother's womb. And so we thank you for Holly and Casey and Nikki. And we just pray that you fill them with your spirit as they walk in your gifts and accomplish your mission here at City Point. We pray that you bring the women together that they cl grow closer as a community, as they grow closer to you. And that that spirit that fills up Holly and Casey and Nikki flows out into the group and fills the homes of City Point, the homes of our community. That people are able to experience God because of these strong women of faith that we have here at City Point. And that you receive glory because it's all about you, Lord. In Jesus' name. You guys stand up. We're going to sing one more song.